0: Welcome to Tusker Talk, a podcast from Somers Schools. I'm Amanda Bergen, the communications coordinator for the district. And it's Thursday, so we have another superintendent's update with Ray Blanche. Hello, Ray. Hi, Amanda. It's a very exciting day here in Somers. It absolutely. Would you like is. to share why it's such an exciting day?
1: Yes, we've been working uh, very diligently um, for weeks and frankly months now trying to access. Vaccinations for our employees. So today we uh, finally kind of broke through, and we were able to go ahead and start those vaccinations today, mm-hmm. tomorrow, and Saturday. Anybody who would like a vaccination will have access to a vaccination. So,
0: so any employee who wants a vaccination can get it done between now and Saturday. Correct through Saturday. Through Saturday. That's really exciting.
1: It's it <laughs> If I woke <laughs> up this morning knew this was going to happen, I'd probably go buy a lottery ticket. But it was it was very very exciting. I'm very very excited for all of our employees teachers administrators bus drivers custodians front office folks that it is one more piece to solving to going ahead and let us get back to a little sense of of normalcy as we come out of this pandemic so
0: i've even heard just walking through the halls teachers talking about how they've already made their appointments oh, wonderful
1: oh that's good that's yeah, good another that's good great. news <laughs> thank you
0: so this was a huge part of our re-entry plan for getting our 7th through 12th graders back in school full-time
1: absolutely and with that Um, The timing here really worked out extremely well as you uh, know and we've tried to send some messages out to our community that uh, after the uh, spring break here we're looking at starting our students in seventh and twelfth grade coming back to school fully on that Tuesday after the break. And so the details as far as the um, staggering of that will be coming out here shortly. We'll have more coming there but this timing fits in right on time. So we got the shots now, we'll get that follow-up coming after probably in the break time and then we'll be able to start fully right after that. Right now uh, we've already had one of our uh, reentry entry subcommittee meetings for scheduling and scheduling our students coming back and certainly thank you again to those family members, the parents, our staff and administrators who have already come together. So we'll be hearing probably in the next, you know, week or so the details of that work. Um, my understanding is, is one of the pieces we'll go ahead and start is probably our seniors want to get those back in directly right away. So we'll start with those seniors right up front, and then over those four days, we'll determine what is the uh, best for the operations of food services, transportation, all those things. Kind but of a
0: slow ramp up.
1: Exactly, and then by Friday i be back and so then it's all
0: going to be done in four days
1: yes that's the intent and then the following monday we would be going k through 12 everybody in person that chose to and again with that folks who do uh desire to stay at home 100 percent e-learning as maybe they had chosen already will still have that option to do that the piece that we won't have again is you'll, you will not be able to go with a b current schedule in half day out back and forth so it's you're either with us in person k through 12 every day or you're at home, e-learning and doing that. So, so
0: we'll the hybrid schedule goes away. Correct. Once everybody's in full-time.
1: Yep, so that'll go away there and there'll be communications coming out from the schools, asking people to go ahead and, and make that commitment to the school so they can plan accordingly.
0: What are some of the things that the district needs to do, some of the operational pieces that we need to do in order to get all these kids back in? Because we did a lot to get ready right. for the hybrid model. Right,
1: so some of the things that have started uh, they're just bringing some of the furniture back as, you know, we had to clear out some classrooms because we just couldn't have as much um, student presence in those rooms. Another thing, and just thinking about like the food services, you know, talking to Norm Rizzo does a great job at our nutritional services, say, hey, Ray, you know, just because we asked for it to be set here doesn't mean they're going to have it. There's a supply chain thing here and it certainly is still struggling as we're not the only school district that came offline and are coming back online. And so the reality is there's going to be a lot of people asking for a significant amount of food to feed our children. So we've got to kind of work that system up along. And as well as transportation, making sure we've got those routes and uh, uh, locations for bus stops all ready and situated to go. So there's lots of moving pieces in here. And then, again, as we mentioned before, the logistics of getting those shots starting today, tomorrow, and Saturday out to our, all of our employees. So lots of moving pieces, but we have approximately a little bit of our four weeks to continue this work, and we believe we'll be prepared and ready to start on the 6th.
0: Can you talk a little bit about um, bringing more kids into the classroom and putting more kids on the buses for parents who might be thinking, well, what's different now? We had a lot of spacing before and now we're not going to.
1: Right. So one of the things that we've at the elementary in particular, we most often have more of our ridership there. So we will continue to ask those families who can provide transportation to their children, continue to do that uh yet at times if the bus goes beyond 21 individuals on a bus then then we would have to go to two two students per seat so our preliminary numbers that we're seeing right now when we did ask if folks would take advantage of transportation um, it looks like we'll be probably better just be right underneath there right at that mark typically our high school has our least ridership there so we believe we will be okay so it's just getting those confirmed and in that regard to do that again now we have those masks all of those drivers and everything will also have access to shots and all those things so that's another again the game changer in there Mm
0: -hmm. and then in the classrooms um, i know that you are purchasing the desk shields to go on desks
1: yes so that is a uh, mandated requirement from the new york state department of health that if you go below six feet um, you need to have a mask as well as a barrier. So you will uh, see this district and many districts around us and across the area ordering desktop barriers, clear uh, polycarbonate uh, three-sided uh, barriers that will go ahead and be a shield. Um, we do hope that the Department of Health updates those guidelines for things like either they would recommend perhaps you can also use double masking, or you can instead maybe instead of use a shield exactly, or maybe you use a face shield instead of a desk shield. So. I anticipate those will come but probably not right around the corner
0: because those guidelines have been in place since last august
1: uh yes july august August. yes and again a handful of districts try to start with this endeavor kind of back around thanksgiving and really uh, again as a region and area very hesitant without the vaccinations and so as those came to light which is, is such a big changer for us now that allows us to protect the the health and the safety of all of our employees and certainly then our children as well too when they know and, and families know that all the employees have had a chance to get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. We are actually working right now to schedule a Q&A for families uh, probably the week after next to go ahead and connect with Mr. Baer at the high school and Q&A there and Mr. Getman here at the middle school. Uh really kind of flashback to where we were ready to start the fall, kind of the same thing. sending a Zoom invitation out. Uh, hopefully address a bunch of the questions that uh, we are already hearing from our PTA as they share those with us and then we'll open that up for open conversation that night. So it it certainly is challenging and difficult, yet uh, the ability for us to bring kids back is something we know how to do. (laughs) And so instead of when we had to have so many leave and the distance learning and all those pieces, we're really getting back to an area where it's much closer to what we're uh, traditionally used to.
0: And I, I also want to mention that we have the social emotional wellness committee coming together to help with that aspect of bringing all the kids back into school
1: absolutely and I believe their first touchstone is the, this Friday to uh, kind of connect on how we can best support our, our students another piece actually when you said that made me think about that even over the last uh, oh, good month or, or so at the secondary levels they have actually had some students who perhaps have struggled academically and or uh, emotionally and had those students come in because perhaps they were able to look at their schedule and identify seat availability so they've been slowly bringing some more students this just helps accelerate that process uh, so it's everybody when we hit right after the uh, the break Mm
0: -hmm. Uh, do you want to give a quick sports update
1: oh sure sure we're just getting ready to finish our (laughs) very mini five uh, (laughs) weekish season here for winter athletics and that's gone i think very well and so certainly our students Athletes have appreciated uh, looking forward to practice and competition and the camaraderie. Uh, The week after this Monday, we're looking at uh, the winter season two, I guess I would say, coming forth with our uh, cheer squad, as well as our volleyball team, and then our football squad. Again, that'll be dependent upon each one, roughly a five uh, week season or six week season. And then we believe we'll be able to continue to move forward with our spring programs. And we'll hopefully have again, some uh, more guidance from those out there because that's a little bit different, they're outside. You know, the big challenge now is with the basketball and wrestling and things like that indoors. Mm
0: -hmm. Any restrictions um, in terms of particular sports that you see coming up in the spring? Or as far as you know, can everybody play?
1: From my understanding at this point in time, we're all gonna be able to play. And then I think it's going to come down to some of the nuances. I would anticipate things like masks being wore for outside, just like we did soccer in the fall,
0: and limited spectators maybe.
1: Limited spectators, spectators, exactly. And even when you're when you're on the bench, try to keep social distancing and things like that. So certainly learn from our fall and our winter sports, and I think the the spring will go very well. Looking forward certainly to having our athletes get out in the spring again. So okay.
0: All right, well, I know you need to go uh, log onto your computer and make your appointment for your shot, so we're going to let you go.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'll get in that one. Thanks, Amanda. (laughs) Thanks. All right, bye-bye.